Hi there, and welcome back to Success Clinic with the Dope Doctor. You are listening to another episode of Debriefing with the Dope Doctor, and I remain yours truly, Daniel Oluwagbemeleke Kukola. We are back in the studio with Judge Jahar Prijan for the last part of this three-part series. She has shared with us the inspiration behind pursuing law in the first part. In the second part, she has shared with us the challenges, the greet, and if you've missed any of those, I really would recommend that you go to our website, www.success-clinic.com, or listen by searching for Debriefing with a Dope Doctor on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon Music, and Stitcher. Here we are back for the third part. And she will be sharing with us some very tangible lessons, some take-home messages that will be super instrumental to our journey as we go in this path, as they have been instrumental to overcome the hurdles along her journey that has led to where she is today. With no further ado, welcome back to the studio. Thank you for having me again. And we are exceedingly honored that you have spent this much time with us. We know how valuable your time is. So we say thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. it. It's been great. All right. So let's jump into this real fast. The first question we have is, what life transforming lessons did you learn from the grit along your path to excellence? You know, that's an interesting question because I think I'm still on that path in terms of trying to attain excellence. But in terms of lessons, I would say more so just learning how to be uh, resilient, right? You may bend a little, get pushed back a little, get trampled on, beat up a little, but being able to get back up, it's, I'm thinking about, um, I drive down Bailey Avenue And there is one of those, I can't recall what business it is, but they have that, it's whatever the, it kind of moves with the wind, you Uh know what I'm talking about? And that's almost how you have to be. Like if the wind pushes you this way, you know, it, it pushes you the other way. You just have to keep going, may get a little floppy, may get a little rocky. But I, I think for me, learning how just to not give up. Mm-hmm. Um, when there's something that we can perceive as failure, taking that and translating it into what lesson can I learn from that? How can I make myself better from it? And learning how just to move on for, from failure. You're human. Mm-hmm. Things happen. We all make mistakes. But just being resilient is probably the biggest thing for me. Thank you for sharing that. So regardless of where life throws you, regardless of what you know, the tour, the life sets you on, on your journey, just stay focused on the destination and keep going. Now, this reminds me very strongly of Buff Pointer's episode where, you know, it says that, and this is one of the quotes we shared, um, that, uh, the best thing we can do for ourselves, regardless of where we are and on the journey of life, is to keep moving. 
Uh, don't let circumstances bog you down. Never. They will kick you down, but mm-hmm. don't stay down. Get up and keep moving. I'm glad that, you know, as we have multiple uh, uh, guests on this show, that message is becoming so resounding that for you to attain success, keep it, keep going, keep moving. That's true. All right. From what sources did you derive strength and hope during the stormy moments of the journey? And, you know, some of the answers we've got in the past include mentors, family, faith. I know you've mentioned a few of those. Mm-hmm. Prayer, friends, intrinsic motivation, lessons from prior experiences, listening to podcasts like this one. Um Reading books like Becoming from our forever first lady. Um, but share with us what are the sources of strength that kept you uh, going during your moments that you were super down? For me, it's, you know, having a strong faith in God and my family. You know, my family keeps me rooted and grounded when I'm with my family. To them, it's just Jay. It's not Judge Pridgen. It's not, you know, my husband is a pastor. I'm not a first lady when I'm with my family. I am who I am, and I don't have to pretend to be anybody else. Uh, When I'm feeling down, I know I can rely on my family. And as a believer, you know, I, I honestly believe that my steps are ordered by God. You know, even going back to before I was born, still in my mother's womb, I know that there was a purpose and there is a purpose for my life. So when I need to recenter, it's it's always a fall back on family. It's always a fall back on faith. Because sometimes even with family, there may not be the right thing to say, but just being in their presence or just making that eye contact. Like when you love somebody, and whether it's your spouse, your child, a parent, when they're hurting, you're hurting. So it's just the fact that, you know, my family has always been there for me. They've always been there to support me. I mean, with my mom, (laughs) I could have been a teacher. I could work for, you know, anywhere. It's just the fact that my parents and my grandparents, my husband, my kids, are proud of me so that that's what keeps me going that's always my fallback though that's awesome so family faith um how about mentors oh mentors absolutely and i mean when i people who mentor me for me and i i spoke about judge ogden before to me judge ogden is family she's somebody that I've been practicing, or I've had a law degree for 16 years. Judge Ogden has probably, I've probably known her now 20 years because she was someone that I looked up to even prior to me having a law degree. So, you know, sure, she's someone who I call mentor. But for me, Judge Ogden is, you know, someone who I consider family. And then just other people who even recently, um, with my change in career path, there's other people who may not necessarily be mentors to me, but they're individuals that I look up to 
and they give me, you know, just kind words, or if you just get a random text, whether it's an inspirational quote or something, uh, inspirational scripture that you may get, there's a lot of people, whether they're mentors or even family who feed into me. So that's something that I definitely appreciate. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Success Clinic, where our mandate is to empower you as you journey to the pinnacle of your God-driven potentials. As a reminder, we have a ton of resources strategically planned and designed to facilitate your success. These resources include podcast episodes where we have exclusive interviews with the heroes of your communities who have successfully navigated the journey to greatness that you and I are aspiring for. We also have inspirational nuggets, activities, and exercises that we release almost daily, primarily on our social media platforms to consistently remind you and remain that voice of positive reinforcement and support that you need to stay focused on your, on your positive journey to success, especially when things are not going as planned. At Success Clinic, we also provide information about mentorship and scholarship opportunities for both local and international students and aspiring professionals. Furthermore, we provide free professional attires in our Pond to Shine uh, room that is sponsored by our suit drive and a whole lot more. For more details about all of this, please visit our website today at www.success-clinic.com. Now, our social media platforms including Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Come hang out with us and join this unstoppable movement of ordinary people discovering and transforming into the extraordinary version of ourselves as we journey hand in hand together to the pinnacle of our God given potentials. I remain yours, the dope doctor. That's amazing. Is amazing. Thank you. So, family, faith, mentors are critical um, elements of of your strength, even in the midst of those challenges. Um, how about the role of intrinsic motivation? What would you say? So, for me, I it's it's. I'm just thinking of a, a scripture in the Bible that. God has not given us the spirit of fear. Mm. It's power, love, and a sound mind. And I know that at times, it's not that I'm afraid of man necessarily, but I may be afraid of my potential, which sounds very bizarre. Or I know that I can do something, but that fear is still there. Mm. Um, I always keep that in the back of my in the back of my mind. Thank you. So the question that we forgot to ask you, um, and it was how as your role your you've been female stood in your way of pursuing your dream. You know, uh we talked about this probably off air. I don't know if it's necessarily stood in my way. Because I'm a female, but I think that there are some things that maybe men don't have to consider. You know, my husband is a great man. He's a great husband. He's a great dad. But I know as a prosecutor, when you're pregnant, obviously you have to go on maternity leave. Mm. 
I mean, I know some people who had a child took two weeks off and came right back to work. And it's like, wow, you're amazing. Mm -hmm. But there's certain things that women have to go through that maybe men don't have to experience. Um, I I just said this to my court officer yesterday and she laughed. I was explaining to her something that I encountered and the individual who made a comment to me is an older male. And I was questioning if he would have said that to somebody else. And I said to her, well, I'm pretty sure it's because I'm a woman and I'm pretty sure it's because I look young. And I said, instead of dying my roots, I'm just going to let all my gray hair come out. And her and I laughed about it, but it's, it's those little things where it's like, okay. And I mean, 42, I'm not a spring chicken as my grandfather would say, but sometimes even when I remind myself like, Hey, you've been, you've had a law degree for 16 years. I know. Like, you know, when I think about that is I started practicing maybe when I was 25, 26, I think. So I even sometimes have to remind myself of those things. Uh, um, it just, there's just things that women have to encounter that our, our male counterparts don't have to. Mm. But I know when I took this position, I had that in the forefront rather than the back of my mind. And it's just something that I, I'm up for the challenge. Mm. I will say though, I have been very blessed and fortunate because I do have a lot of male counterparts who respect me. And who give me support, who give me encouragement. But I think that there's still a long way for us to go. I mean, even in terms of um, Buffalo, Mm. I don't believe we've ever had, say, a female district attorney. We've never had a female mayor. Um, And obviously for me, you know, Mayor Brown put me in this position. I have the utmost respect for him. But at some point, there's still things that women have to accomplish. So there's a long road ahead, which is why I said I never want to be the individual who makes a mistake Mm -hmm. where then there cannot be a second or a third. You know, 50 years from now, I don't want to, like if I'm fortunate enough to live to see 90, for example. Mm -hmm. I would love to be reading in the Challenger or the Criterion that, hey, Buffalo City Court is on their, you know, I won't be there that long, but maybe their third or fourth female chief. Mm. Like, you don't want to shatter the ceiling. And as I said to you before, then have those glass pieces mess it up for other people who have to come behind you. So there's been some challenges, but. And, and we talked about it even, you know, with Ife, how sometimes work is not conducive to being a working parent. Mm-hmm. You know, when my children are sick and I'm part of the blame for it, if they're sick, <laughs> I'll tell my husband. No, oh. they make us sick. Well, they the do. They do. They do. But when they're sick, I'll say to my husband, oh, honey, you can go to work. And he'll say, oh, no, it's OK. I'll figure out my schedule. And then we kind of spiral back and forth. And it's like, I'm their mother. I, of course, I'm taking care of you go to work, honey. But I think even in that, there are still challenges that women face. And I mean, 
I have a wonderful salary. I am blessed. But even with childcare, you know, off air, we were talking about what are we going to do for the mm-hmm. summer? Mm-hmm. I have a six-year-old. <laughs> I am still in the stage of, yes, I'm the chief judge. But I told you, Miss Journey says you're not a judge. You're just mommy. You're just mommy. <laughs> so, I, you know, there, there's even those challenges. And not to say that men, because there are some men out there who do the same thing that women do. And shout out to those men or those single fathers. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't want to, everything is not, you know, so exclusive gender-based. But for me, I've only lived 42 years mm-hmm. as being a woman. So we have a ways to go, but I think we're definitely making progress. We That's are. Great. Thank you so much. Um, The next question is, do you have any white sayings, mantras, or words of wisdom that kept you going in the middle of the storm? So there's many scriptures that I love. Um, I don't, this is something that Judge Ogden said to me at my first swearing in in 2015. And to me, it meant a lot. She, I was standing there and I had my robe on and she's speaking at my uh, ceremony and she turned around and she said to me that the robe doesn't come with a crown. And I know it's not really, you know, a mantra, so to speak, but when she said that to me, it really made me think about the responsibility that I have. Mm. You know, sometimes when you get to these positions, it's easy to forget where you come from. Mm. And what I took from that is just because I'm a judge or I'm the chief judge, when Judge Ogden is saying that the robe doesn't come with the crown, I'm not Queen Elizabeth, God rest her soul, right? Mm-hmm. I, I'm not some super being. I only can operate and exist in this position if there's people to serve in Buffalo City Court. And that's whether they're coming through domestic violence, that's whether they're coming through LNT for an eviction. Like I'm there to perform and to give a service. And I think sometimes we get so boggled down by day-to-day things. Mm. Oh, I got 70 cases today. Or like I do a human trafficking court. And just like domestic violence, I mean, it is emotionally draining. Mm. And sometimes I can walk out of there and say, I don't know if I helped anybody today. I don't know if I've helped anybody all week. I don't know if I've helped anybody in a month. And that can really boggle you down but I think in Judge Ivan giving me that advice it helps me stay grounded my reality may not be someone else's reality and you really have to stay conscious about what other people are going through Mm -hmm. it's almost like whatever that Tyler Perry movie is when he asked um his wife does she know how much a gallon of milk is you you can be so far removed from things because your life is great and your situation is great and your family is prosperous and you can take vacations. Like I said this and I looked at my check one day and I said, the amount of taxes that I pay, some people who come to city court don't even make that in a year. Mm-hmm. And it's easy, whereas I'm doing wonderful, but there are so many people who are hurting. And I think you have to have a heart for the people to be like, I am truly a public servant, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'm not there to 
boost myself. I'm there to help the litigants in that court. So that that was a great piece of advice. And that's something that I always try to remember every time that I sit on the bench, because I think that was valuable words from her to tell me that. Mm. Here at Success Clinic, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for making the date with us again today. I hope that you're having an amazing time and capturing the golden treasures contained in this episode. We know how valuable your time is and we truly appreciate it. We also want to send a shout out to those of you out there who have been engaging with us, sending us feedback on how these conversations have transformed your lives and how they have become a manual for your own journey to success. Thank you as well to all of you who have been providing commentaries and sharing the word and episodes with your friends, families, and communities. Your effort is a priceless gift to us. Your engagement makes our dreams come true by facilitating the exponential expansion of the impact that this podcast is having on our community. This way, you continue to inspire us to give our best to this cause. We're truly grateful and we look forward to even greater opportunities to serve you better. Eshe, Dalu, Nagode. Muchas gracias. Asante. Mercy. Thank you. Now, let's get back to the episode. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's super powerful. So, and I, I, I just wish that leaders can are listening to what you were saying that whenever you get that robe, you know, in the medical field, mm-hmm. you, you get a white coat. Mm-hmm. You know, when you get that, it doesn't come with a crown. Mm-hmm. It's just the beginning of your official launch into service, serving humanity, Definitely. serving the people around you. It's not the moment to sit down or sit around like a king and try mm-hmm. to, you know, uh, uh, um, domineer on 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 the people. Uh, that's super powerful, and that's something I myself will keep. <laughs> you and your white coat, yay! <laughs> I can't wait. Two weeks. Two weeks. Um, and we are just uh, on the on the edge of time, and I think this this question is super important for us to answer for you to help us answer. Uh, what is your advice to the mini youths currently living on Cold Street and just getting home from school, who is or who is beginning to actively or passively explore the process of thinking big beyond Car Street? and shattering the glass ceilings that have existed in his or her own lineage for generations. I would tell that uh, aspiring little girl or even little boy, you know, um, keep dreaming because dreams do come true with hard work, um, focusing on education, not necessarily looking at what's around you, not focusing on external things, especially things that you can't control. Sometimes it's easy to look at what's around you and let that boggle you down or worry about it instead of controlling what you can in fact control. 
Like I can control my reaction to things. I maybe cannot control the environment that I'm in, but I can control getting myself out of that environment. I can control working harder than other people. But I would say never give up on dreaming. I'm 42 and I'm still dreaming, whether it's for my husband, whether it's for my daughters, and even, you know, my future. I have no idea where I'll be 20 years from now. But you, you, you have to keep dreaming. Your current status does not have to be your future status. Mm-hmm. I would just say keep dreaming. Dream, dreams come true. They really do. Thank you so much for that. Dreams come true. Regardless of how old you are, keep dreaming. Regardless of where you are, keep dreaming. Mm-hmm. If the chief judge of the city of Buffalo is still a dreamer, who am I? <laughs> who are you? Well, judge, I think at this point we want to say thank you. Thank you we, for having me. We have exhausted our a lot of time and we do greatly, again, greatly appreciate your time. Thank you for inspiring us. Thank you for sharing this wisdom with us. Um, we hope that several lives out there are transformed. We hope that things have changed. People's perspective has been transformed to continue pushing. And even after you fail that board exam, after you fail that qualifying exam, and you feel that your colleagues are pushing ahead of you, don't stop dreaming. Keep dreaming. Um, do you have any any forms of mentorship program that young, uh, younger uh, individuals in the community are able to apply to uh, if they wanted to, for example, shadow you or learn more about law or, you know, get a little closer to you to learn more from you, you know, the bank side and your career path. So the court that I work in is Buffalo City Court. That court is always open to the public. So if they want to come down and visit Buffalo City Court, they're always welcome to do so. I sit on a couple of boards. Um, that's my passion. I really like giving back to the community and being able to help people who are interested in law. Um, I won't give you my cell phone because my husband will kill me. No, please don't. But, <laughs> but if there's anybody who's interested or has any questions, uh, my email address is my first name, J-A-H-A-R-R underscore law, L-A-W at yahoo.com. And if the papulas say <laughs> they need to send somebody down, I will absolutely have somebody come down and chat with me. But um, wholeheartedly and honestly, I know that it's incumbent on me to try to pave the way for the next generation. And it's not a responsibility that should be taken lightly. So if any of the listeners have any comments, questions, or anything like that, or just want to come visit Buffalo City Court, they can reach out to me by email. Your Honor, it's a privilege uh, 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 to have you here. Thank you so much again. That is the information for um, friends out there. We will post some more of these details on our website and provide links to organizations and boards or how you uh, that 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 judge Pregent serves on or how you can connect with her or connect with her team or connect with professionals in the world of law um to help you well 
at this time, we want to say thank you for listening to us. We hope you really enjoyed this three-part series. And uh, we appreciate your feedback, your comments, reaching out to us with questions and suggestions on how to improve this podcast. We hope that we are blessing you. That is the primary purpose of this effort. Um, thank you again. This is Success Clinic, and you have been listening to Debriefing with the Dope Doctor. I remain yours, Daniel Oluwagumileke Kukwola. And today, I will not be the last person to talk. I will have my wife be the one to say thank you, and we'll talk to you later. Thank you. <laughs> All right, guys. There you have it. Bye for now. Bye.